Hey guys, welcome to She's Just Drunk, the podcast that wants to gossip about everything. Always with an emphasis on women who are newsworthy to us. Like women in politics, women in comedy and entertainment, women in literature, because we're smart, women on The Bachelor, because we're dumb, women who have affected us personally. What makes these women so special? Did we nail it? Or will we leave you thinking, she's She's just just drunk. This is the extended. House music. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a beatboxer? Yeah. No, but I dabble. Yeah, I can tell. Honestly, it's a tick for me. I'm only really good at it when I'm not asked to do it. I do it whenever I'm literally just like, I'm thinking or I'm having like this, um, like long day of like doing nothing. And I'm like, Ooh, is there something I'm not? And then I have to make these little sounds and stuff. Yeah. Cause one time I asked you to be Mm -hmm. human. I forgot about that. Yeah. And it tripped me up. Yeah. Cause I was like, (laughs) what? It's, I guess I thought, I guess I didn't think I actually did that. And I I knew that Mm -hmm. I did, but yeah. You were just like, God, you're so good at that, though. And I'm like, for what do you mean? I and do I like- was like, hey, you do that, and I'm going to talk over it. And mm-hmm. then the pressure got to me, the yeah. pressure to perform. But we pulled it out, and it was really yeah. cute. And we did, yeah, that's my favorite. I know. That shit was fun. I liked that. Extra, extra, extra. And then what's the Access Hollywood one? Oh, I don't know, girl. We always say that. We ask each other all the time, what is the other ones? like? uh, um, Because there's one for E, and there's one for Access Hollywood, and then there's... Extra, extra. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Which originally was the theme song for the gum extra, and then they got sued. Really? No, I just made that up. Okay, I was about to say. Well, we know you missed us. Oh my God. Guys, we have been getting from a lot of the very prominent fan of the month nominees. Yeah. Constantly asking, guys, are y'all for real right now? Like, have y'all not posted anything? Where's the new episode? Mm -hmm. Are y'all not doing it anymore? And Mm -hmm. we're like, no, honey, we're still doing it. We just had other things going on. We had other creative projects that we were working on, so we're so sorry. But thank you for saying Fan of the Month because Mm -hmm. we have Fan of the Month to announce for April. All right. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So, okay. Uh Uh-huh. So, okay, let's do a little drum roll. Can you do that? Yeah. That's good. I can't roll my R's. Yeah, well. Oh, shit. You're so, that's why you're so good at Spanish. Oh, I know. Like, I can't understand Spanish, but you probably know it because you can roll your R's. Yeah, I'm a pretty good R roller. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do it again. In the classroom and in the boudoir. I thought R you were about roll. to say the booty. I was like, oh, girl, you mean rolling your tongue at the booty. You did. We did say we wanted to have a salad today. And we wanted to make sure you had pretty good roughage. I know. I need some fiber. Do. I don't know how y'all's quarantine poops are going, yeah. but mine aren't going well. Yeah. And we'll save that for the quarantine poop corner, okay? Because we're going to give a real solid update. Oh, okay. Before fan of the month. Sorry. Back up again. Mm-hmm, rewind. Mm-hmm. Can you do a rewind sound? So what I want to announce is that we actually posted an episode a couple of days ago and didn't promote it. So if you oh, guys right. uh, want a little new mini episode to listen to, too, go back to mini episode two. Mm-hmm. And we uh, just kind of gave our thoughts on that show, Love is Blind. Yeah, it's a, it's a little thirsty for relevancy, I will admit, um, because... 
it's still relevant, but not in the hypest hype part of when people were like going crazy yeah. over the show. Now there's some new thing on Netflix um, that fan of the month, Melissa Hooper, told me about. It's called like, it's not, it's not hot or not. But it's something like that. I feel like I know what you're talking about. She says it's ridiculous. She wants us to do an episode on it. We have to watch it, of course, first, obviously. Oh, right. She made a request for for some... I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so our Love is Blind episode was actually a request by Melissa Hooper, too. So we put that out for her for Fan of the Month. Um, Anywho, so that was March Fan of the Month. Yeah. So the new Fan of the Month for April April is... I want to know, man. No, I want you to do the drum roll again. Oh, sorry. Okay. Lexi Kinder of Little Rock, Arkansas. (laughs) Wow. Congratulations, Lexi. And um, we had a chance to talk with Lexi this week. We did. And um, I'll reveal what we were doing with Lexi later. Yeah, it's a big surprise. But uh, she got on the phone with us and goes, um, don't think I haven't noticed there hasn't been a new episode. Where is it? Yeah. And I was like, honey, you know what you just did? You just bought yourself Fan of the Month. Sure did. Because, you know, <laughs> this is the thing. I'll tell you a few things that we look for in a Fan of the Month. Those of you out there that are thinking, how in the world can I get the coveted spot of Fan of the Month? One is eagerness. Eagerness to be it. That's going to be the number one thing. Second is showing how supportive you are by constantly badgering us to give you more content. Mm-hmm. But thirdly mm-hmm. is continually praising us for how wonderful the sparse content you've received is. If Amen, you, sister. All those It's things. all of those things. So if you are doing that, and the way that you show that support is if you... Have our personal phone numbers. You can text us all the time. <laughs> we if, won't put them out here. We won't. Um, if you don't have that and you are a, a follower of our Instagram pages, which it's at bright underscore if you're interested, the your is misspelled on purpose, or um, at Genevieve underscore Adele, those are our Instagram handles. So if you want to follow us, you can jump into or slide into our DMs. Yeah, or at she's just drunk dot podcast. That's right. So if you don't follow either of our our personal platforms, you can mm-hmm. follow us on she's just drunk dot podcast. Um, and then you can you know say whatever you want, tell us how wonderful we are or whatever. And if you have a problem with us and don't like something we're doing, then just abstain from commenting at all. Okay. Because we are uh, we are a negative uh, free group, we like to make sure that we stay as as focused and positive as we can, and uh, we're happy and appreciative of our haters because it does propel us forward. But I just don't feel safe listening to it. I won't ingest it. I won't read it. So I just heard Garrett come home. I did as well. They went down to the taco truck with no wheels. So um, so you know, let's jump. So congratulations, Lexi. And we will be, uh, we'll even do a little shout out on the Instagram for you too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's move it right along. So just because we're kind of already on the topic because Garrett came in. Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah, we could move right into that. Sure. So I don't know how y'all's quarantine has been going, but ours has been interesting because we live with many people. We do. Yeah. Um, Um, I'll tell you, the memes about loneliness 
I can't relate. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I can't either. I mean, uh, a lot of people give us hell over the fact that in our Instagram stories or any type of pictures or videos together that are present day, they, they act like we are violating some kind of state order when we're really not. We now honestly we live with a lot of people. We do technically and coincidentally live with a lot of people. And so any, and a lot of the people that we live with are our core group of friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we have a few that are like from after we've moved here, but they're sparse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we already know all these people that we're not doing anything wrong. We're just living with the same people we already were. But yeah, it's, it's been interesting, interesting. because, yeah. you know, a lot of it is it, there's, of course, a lot of positive to it because like there, mm-hmm. we're getting a, in a lot of bonding time, a lot of fun time, a lot of games that we play together. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes it can get a little overwhelming and we yes. just have to kind of isolate ourselves for real. Yeah, it really can. I know that I know that we have a lot of similarities in that fact uh and i know that our other roommate simone we all share that same quality where Mm -hmm. we we, need our alone time we are a social people i think you and i are we're a little a notch above i'm an extrovert introvert yes and in either way i think that we are a little bit more consistently social uh butterfly-ish than mm-hmm. maybe Simone is, but she still is very much so the same. Mm-hmm. But we all three share the fact that we have to have our time by ourselves, mm-hmm. and it's really hard when we don't, if we don't feel like we have a space to, um, like, what's the word? Um, I guess, I can't. I always want to say reclusive, but that's not what I'm saying. Whatever, to get away. Like, yeah. we need to be able to have a space that's just Recharge ours. time. Yes. Yeah. We need to be able to get over there, be by ourselves. So I guess the thing that's missing the most from this self-isolation is a little isolation. Yeah. <laughs> For us, it is a little. It's It's been... Yeah. And I know that... And it feels sad or, or uh, I know. Kind of I'm guilty. really not complaining. I'm so grateful that we're all together. Yeah, it's, it's not a Because we are such an amazing support group for each mm-hmm. other. When one of us is having a bad day, the other ones are there for each mm-hmm. other to either give space or to help out. Mm-hmm. Um, we are emotional soundboards for each other mm-hmm. when we have had, we've all had our breakdowns during this quarantine. Mm-hmm. I know that I had a pretty bad one a few weeks ago. Um, and it was just so great that I had you and Garrett and Simone and everybody here to just make me feel like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, the world is in a crazy fucking state right now. If you need a day to like cry, mm-hmm. whether you want to be alone or in front of us, mm-hmm. like just take it, just take the day. Well, and yeah, and, the, and it know, comes in waves. The man. biggest urge a lot of times is wanting to be completely by yourself yet never, never alone, alone all at the same time. And it feels very strange, but yeah. which honestly, if you, if I wrap my head around that a little bit, you know, even when I go in my room and I get some alone time and I shut my door, I know that y'all are all out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gone. So yes. you kind of do get that a little bit. Yes, but, we do. But not to sound ungrateful, I'm so very grateful that we have this support group. Yeah, and I do. don't want to throw salt in anyone's wound of, of being yeah. all by themselves. And I if you do are by yourself, I um, hope that this podcast brings you a little yeah. comfort. Yeah, let us be let us be your house full of eight 
Um, yeah. In addition to whatever you have going, we would yeah. love to do because I mean, we're gonna try our best. I want to make sure that we're recording more than we were before. I don't want to get behind on that because I really yeah. enjoy this. I love sitting here and hanging out and bantering and talking to you guys and sharing silly things that we like that you mm-hmm. guys may not think is silly, but or that you do. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Maybe I'll tag this episode. Are you lonely? <laughs> let us let us come into your home and cheer mm-hmm. you up. Not physically. We would never do that. Um, it's a pandemic, so. Yes. <laughs> but our voices can come through yes. the airwaves. Yes. And penetrate your sanctuary with with company. So take that for what it's worth. That was a long sentence. It was. <laughs> but so, yeah. not a run on. So, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting quarantine. It's been a unique quarantine that we are experiencing. I mean, yes, because it's all unique anyway, because this is something that we really, none of sure. us have had to deal with. But I know that when we share like our situation and like kind of how our whole, our environment is set up, people, even before this happened, people think our household and our environment mm-hmm. is interesting and they're always taken aback Oh yeah, by it's it. a commune. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, my friend Brittany Simmons and Anna, uh, formerly Brinken now, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I forgot your married name, Anna, um. You'll always be Anna Brinkin to me. And you'll always be just... Lewis. Okay, cool. Anna Lewis. You'll just be Anna because I didn't know either of those names. So, <laughs> You know, and you know someone for so long, it's just, it's hard to remember. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's Anna Lewis. But they, um, they coexist mm-hmm. um, with their families. Um, they are distancing because they are in two separate houses, mm-hmm. unlike us. Like connected by backyards and stuff yes. too, though, yeah. They are, um, have been really great at social distancing and taking it seriously in a state that I feel like our home state is not taking it very seriously. Um, it's one of the few states that has not done at the minimum a stay at home order, Mm -hmm. which is really infuriating. And they're already attempting to reopen tons Mm -hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Starting May 1st. Anna and Brittany are doing great. And I know that they're listeners of the show. Um, I forgot why I brought them up. Uh, well, the, because they also have a commune. It's similar. Oh, yeah. They also live. Living that we yeah. have. Yeah. So we have some other friends who are doing commune living as well. But either and way, they love though, it, too. it was already interesting enough as it was without, you know, a quarantine or, or lockdown or pandemic issue. But now even more so when we bring up how we live, people tend to think it's interesting. And it is. I, I love it. But I also... Well, it just, it really brings that saying, it takes a village to a whole new meaning. It does. Because even like when... I feel like I live inside of that saying. Well, even like when I just, I love whenever we do stuff like what I'm about to say. Because Hunter like came up yesterday and was like talking about... One of our friends. Yeah, one of our downstairs. Housemates. Housemates. He came upstairs and he said, y'all, he said, I was down there and I he said, I had this appliance and this appliance going. He said, but I had this one plugged in. He said, and all on my counter. He's like, but only these turned off. And he's like, I need to go in the back. He's like, do y'all think it's a breaker issue? And was like going to all this stuff. And he was like asking our opinion. And, Electrical questions. Yeah. And then he was I'm showing like, us know. these fancy cleaning products he got and stuff. And how Oh, yeah. We, we love sharing domestic stuff. We're, we're very, very big planners. Yes. And, productivity Hunter, people and bright and me are the unofficial official mamas yes in the house uh mark 
kind of teeters in and out of that. Yes, he's a close second of responsible uh, factor. Yes. He's very responsible, just as far as like a house mother. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's why he's still in that grouping, because he still does so many things to help the house all the time. But um, anyway. Speaking of us all being together, it has given us uh, an incredible opportunity, because Garrett came over right before quarantine started, Mm -hmm. and so he's been here ever since. Yes. Which has been wonderful. We love him, because he is... A talented actor, a talented singer, a talented writer. Mm -hmm. And so he has propelled Bright and Me's career lately. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we have two parody trailers out. Get ready for some more. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about the making of the act parody. Okay. And the making of the Uh, misery misery parody. Thank you. Uh, we started off with, uh, if you guys are familiar with um, the limited series uh, on Hulu, The mm-hmm. Act, which is... Actually, subscription only? Uh, yes. It's a <laughs> monthly paid subscription for Hulu, if you're not aware of what it is. My mom <clears throat> calls it Hula. Hula? No, how does she say it? Hulo? Who? She says everything wrong. Oh, that sounds... She can't say Sriracha. She can't say Chipotle. I, I, she's part of that generation. If she didn't grow up that with that word, because those are new words. I'll tell you, we didn't grow up with Chipotle either. I remember a time frame. You may not, because you are a little younger than me. Mm-hmm. But um, I do remember a time when that word first got introduced into Gee. our regular Vernacular. everyday. Yes. And yeah. I had to really, really pay attention to how is I had to grasp the idea <laughs> that it wasn't chipotle or chipotle and when they broke it down to me i was like oh okay so this is like a language issue it's something with the combinations of consonants and vowels and why it's done this way oh no my mom says chipotle oh chipotle which is makes no sense wrong but like when our town when our hometown got its very first chipotle yeah i remember my mom called me and says have you tried that chipotle yet no chipotle yeah Mm mm-hmm and I was just like, Mom, don't ever call me again. Lose my fucking number. Because number one, no. Number two, Chipotle is gross. Yeah, I do not like Chipotle at all. And that's there's tons of people that do. I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying don't eat it's there. It's the blandest it's gringo shit ever. Yeah, I just don't. I don't get the hype. I, I don't, don't like. I don't care it's for it. It's not even that fresh. It's not even like that. I'll even tell you. I would be more apt to want to eat there Mm -hmm. if it wasn't so cheaply made and yet so So expensive. expensive. If if the quality matched, if the price matched the quality, I would actually probably eat there a lot more. I'd get a burrito bowl if it was seven bucks. Hell yeah. But it ain't. Yeah, but it, it's too expensive for the for the quality of what it is. No. Either way, I, I did struggle Doesn't to matter. pronounce it initially because <laughs> I just didn't understand mm-hmm. why it it was it was said that way. But yeah. once I got it, I was like, cool. And I thought it was so dumb that I couldn't get it that quickly because I've taken lots of language classes. And well, here's another word um, that my mother and maybe you have struggled with. Mm-hmm. Not saying that y'all are in the same age group at all. No, Just, but uh, you, we do share a spirit animal type of... And, um, no, you share Chipotle. We do. We do share that. that. wrong again. Um, cilantro. She can't say that for nothing. I'm okay with cilantro. Yeah. I can say sriracha. I can say Chipotle. I can say uh, uh, cilantro. Yeah. Um, Shout can... out to my mom. Oh, my God. She listens. She's going to be so mad. <laughs> she probably will. Oh, my God. I'll make it up to you, Mom. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll do something nice, I promise. Oh, Mother's oh, Day you know, is coming. You know what we'll do to make it up to her in this episode? We'll reveal the origin, origin story. Of the title of the show. She's been on our asses about that. My, my mom called me a few weeks back after we had started this and was like, yeah, you need to talk about it. You need to talk about the origin. And I was like, okay. And then like she called me again. She goes, you didn't talk about it. You know? <laughs> and I was like, no, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I was like, why does she want me to talk about that so bad? And then I was like, oh, because it's about her. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She goes, yeah, talk about your mother more on the show, why don't you? <laughs> well, we were debating on, you know, what we would title the show. Because it could have been anything. You know, we had a show mm-hmm. a while back called Feature Films, which is, you know, a play, a play on, on words. words. So, and it, if you know me and Bright, you know we love a pun. We honey. love a good pun. So, and we, it was always about um, women in film that we admired and felt were our hero heroines, whatever. Um so if you want to listen to that, you're welcome. It's on yeah, iTunes. It's Apple. It's on Apple Pie Plus. Uh, but but we were talking about a new like yeah, we were going to do a the, brand new thing, something for, different in LA, our LA podcast. And I was joking around, and I was like, I was like, oh man, because we always thought this was so funny, and I was like, we should just call it. She's just drunk. Yeah. And then and then it stuck. It stuck. But the origin story, I'll mm-hmm. let y'all know. Um, I come from a beautiful family of beautiful women yes. on my mother's side. Um, and I mean that in every sense of the word. They are physically. Yes. Um, and They're spiritually beautiful. Physically appealing and also yeah. very, All you want to be around My them. mom and her sisters, she has four sisters. No. 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 She has three sisters. It's Margaret, Beth, Lucy. Lucy. Yeah, I'm sorry. And Penny. Penny's and then my Penny's mom. Penny's the fourth girl. So there's four there's girls in the Clark family. Um, and they, in their heyday, um, and now even, um, were stunners, mm-hmm. blonde, oh yeah, beautiful girl next door, olive skinned. Yes. Yeah. Gorgeous. Just women. like stupid pretty. And well, cause I mean, even like going into like Amalia and mm-hmm. Kelly and mm-hmm. like uh, all of, they're yeah, all, like, it kind of stopped at me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no but I'm not stop. blonde. I'm not thin. I'm not like the traditional. No, you're not. And they were all like blonde, thinned, white women with blue yes. eyes. Very traditional Aryan nation pretty. Yes. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and and then my cousin Kelly, who's more like an aunt to me because she's mm-hmm. um, uh, closer to my mother's age. Mm-hmm. Um, well, is, don't say that either. <laughs> she don't listen. Okay, good. Yeah, she don't listen. She would have. Okay, I'm that. sorry. She's in her 50s. My mom's in her 60s. Yes, okay. Yes, that's true. That's all I mean by that. I know. I don't mean that Kelly's 65 years old. No, Not that my mother's 65 years old. I'm getting in some deep, dark yeah, water here. Yeah, this is okay. Okay, anyways. We don't ever edit, all but of we those... might today. <laughs> so now that you have this image in your head of these women... Um, I grew up around these women. I love these women. They are the source of my strength, mm-hmm. my beauty, my brains, um, my goofiness more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because these women are goofy with yeah. a capital G, yes. capital O, capital O, capital F, capital Y. They are entertainment. Gold. Um, gold. They are entertainment mm-hmm. uh, incarnate. Yeah. They are country, of course, because we're from Arkansas, but not sure. that country. No, they're not. I it's mean, like it's well, sprinkled in. Yeah. Some are just, more than others. They they have a, an ability. They mm-hmm. possess the ability to turn it on and off yeah. when needed. And yeah. that's very much. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. And, so, you know, and a handful of them are pretty classy, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> sassy and classy. Sassy and classy. Yeah. For sure. But these women um, are riots and I love them. And they all have a certain cadence mm-hmm. and they all have phrases that they use. Like mm-hmm. they all say, hey, sister. Hey, yeah. sister. Hey, mm-hmm. sister. Hey, sister. When they call each other on the phone. Which, That's where we get that from yes. too. That's why hey, we sister. say that to each other all the time. Um, and then um, they also, just another a few other key phrases um oh man what do they always call people who are goofy they don't say goofy they say they say weenie a lot that he's a weenie Mm -hmm. he's a weenie oh and they don't if anybody ever calls him nosy they they say we're not we're not nosy we We are interested interested you know your generation calls it nosy but our generation we think it is being you know just being interested in people's lives (laughs) and i'm like okay girl you're nosy um if you've, ever, if you've ever seen those TikTok videos of those people that are, like, going out on their porch to just do random-ass shit that they have no... Like, vacuuming the front concrete porch or hanging that uh, wrapping paper on the wall like it's wallpaper. That's, mm-hmm. like, that's just an excuse to go outside and see what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the level of interested we're talking about. Yeah, those are for um, that was an ex- obscure TikTok reference. I hope some of y'all got that. I hope you did because I love it, and I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, so I There's really, a bunch of those. I really, really, really want to remember the word that they use. It's not dingus. It's not. It'll what's, come to what's me What's it for? It's when they don't like somebody because they think they're a weirdo. Oh, okay. Or like kind of a pervert. Dingbat? No, no, not dingbat. That's too sophisticated for them. Oh, I don't know then. I don't remember if I've heard it. It's like it it's not. a word for creep. Mm-hmm. I'll think of it later. It doesn't matter. It's really cute though. Um, weenie is one of the variations that they use for creep. Mm-hmm. But there's another one that's even goofier that they use. Hmm. And I love it. <laughs> and it probably isn't an actual synonym for creep. It's probably just them. No. Using it's something it. like a, ch- it's like a child's word that they use. Yeah. And it's probably one that only their small group would yeah. understand it as that. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Anyways, the point is they have funny phrases. And one of my favorites is that when any, imagine a room full of all of us, which is <laughs> exhausting lot. and a thought of its own, <laughs> but I love it. Um, if one of us gets a little too tipsy mm-hmm. and starts act, even if we're not acting out, but if somebody does start acting out or the other person thinks that they're acting mm-hmm. out, one of them is bound to say just like this. Oh, she's just drunk. Oh, she's just drunk. Oh, she's just drunk. And it just, it just falls out of their mouth in almost a whisper Mm-hmm. But loud enough so that bitch knows I said it. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, she's just being drunk. It's it's said quietly enough for them to seem sly, mm-hmm. but just loud enough for the one they want the, to hear it. Here's the thing about it. it. Yeah. Nine times out of the ten, when someone's saying it, they drunk too. Yeah. They calling it like they see it because yeah. they are it. And I'm not saying that my family is a bunch of drunks. We are not. No, they're just the normal well, amount. We're like social drinkers for sure. They're the normal amount that anybody is when they go and do stuff or have a dinner or whatever. That's yeah. Just, you know. No, it's just, it just gets me every time because I know it's coming. Oh, she's just drunk. 
(laughs) And I had an epiphany like a year ago that that was like that we said that, and I just started saying it all the time. Yeah, in the car. Then we would like we would see something, and it would be didn't make any Any sense sense. for it, and we would just bust that out and say it. Oh, it's great to do when you see children. You go, oh, she's just drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, when you yeah. see somebody like a little but kid. But nobody doing says it better stupid. than my mom. Oh, I'm sure. My mom says it the best. So that the, my mom is the inspiration for the title <laughs> of the show. So you finally got it, mom. Well, and it makes it actually that much more funny because we do, we use it as like a jokey thing now for mm-hmm. other reasons. Mm-hmm. So if we are in a group of them and they act, they say it. Goober! Goober. That is it. They call them goobers. That is it. Sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you, but I knew it That's was a okay. G word. That's right. I have heard them say that before. They go, oh, he's a goober. <laughs> and that, that to them means like, Ult- he, the he ain't shit. Ultimate insult. <laughs> <laughs> but the way they say it, like they're saying something real bad. <laughs> and they, and if they heard him say it, they'd be ashamed to be. Like, Ugh, he's such a goober, isn't he? Which that doesn't really mean that. It's like... No, it means like a goof. Yeah, it's just something really simple. I'll tell you who the goobers are. Mm-hmm. For the real meaning of the word is all them. Yeah. They goobers. Yeah, they are very much so. Which, oh, yeah. And we don't mean it in the way that you guys mean it, so don't take offense. It especially means like... um, It's like... It's for a man who like has no swag. Uh-huh, yeah. That's a goober. Yeah, that's typically, yeah. Um. All right. Well. Anyway, so <laughs> we've given the origin story. Yeah. Hopefully, that was so, at least slightly entertaining for you all that don't backtrack, know these people. Oh, sorry, I just hit the mic. Backtrack fifteen minutes. Uh-huh. Um. Back to when we were going to talk about the trailer parodies that we've created. All right. Um. I had I had a I had a question for you. Oh. Okay. Uh huh. Um. What was it like? It's a two part question. Okay. What was it like on the set of the act? Mm-hmm. By the way, if you guys haven't watched this, pause this right now and go watch both of them. They're on our Facebooks. Um, what was it like on the set for the act and for Misery to work with such talented actors as me and Garrett? <clears throat> That's a good question. Um, I would say... By the way, this is Jenny asking Bright this question. Yes, I would say... <laughs> Uh, primarily awe-inspiring. Um, I typically, in these two, I was all of the other characters, and they both would play the two of the main things. And so, um, in the act, watching them both was so much fun because they both really really dove deep into like because those are really unique characters mm-hmm. um dd and uh gypsy rose mm-hmm. they both have strange kind of cadences and voices yeah they have like a louisiana accent yeah. uh well isn't it missouri no ma'am they lived in missouri when it all happened but they were from louisiana they got displaced during katrina oh, okay 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 i forgot about that part Okay, well, so they this have a Dee Dee and Louisiana Missouri hybrid sure. accent, and yeah. so it's very weird um, to begin with. And then, of course, Gypsy Rose's um, uh, the pitch of her voice is very strange. Mm-hmm. It's very this is a horrible word, and we're not allowed to use it. But for the Wizard of Oz fans, Munchkiny. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So watching you all was 
it's so much fun because the costuming alone was was just like ridiculous yeah it was so like plain but not plain yeah and we of course with these parodies filming them we used whatever we had around the house yeah which we we are you know honey come on in it's a it's, it's a closet box in it here. is honestly it, i'm sorry it's a costume closet in here and anything we don't have up here they have downstairs, downstairs. they got so whole bags and bags of wigs we don't have to really buy anything we've got I, no. i'm looking at 35 <laughs> items in my room right now that yeah. i could make a, a movie out of yeah but anyway so it was just fun because because we made what was already a very campy show. Yeah. We made it even more campy yeah. with just the facial expressions and the voices amped yeah. up and which it took a lot to amp them up because yeah. they were already wild. Would you say that our um, breathtaking performances inspired your craft? I would say that I you know it, it to me watching uh, watching how how far immersed you guys were into your characters it truly made me feel that you know there's no such thing as a small part it is no. indeed a small actor yeah. and so when i thought you know i'm gonna take the three or four small parts i have and i'm gonna make those into and one big thing you did because can you read became iconic i'll tell you i am known in my act, oh sorry, in my acting career, mm -hmm. be it, um, which is primarily a uh, chorus uh, <laughs> role or ensemble role, which I love those. Yeah. I am known for making one line be the thing you remember more yes. than anything, anything in the whole play. I've done it so many times throughout high school college and beyond mm -hmm. and it's just so fun i love that i love finding a way to make something seemingly insignificant be the thing be the that thing that pops out can't forget. oh yeah because um first round of rocky horror mm -hmm. in little rock mm -hmm. that you were in you you were what's that part called Oh, yeah, I was a phantom. You're a phantom, yes. Mm -hmm. A seemingly Which small is one role. of the party goers that uh, mm -hmm. dresses up crazy. But everyone talked about you all night after the performance because you were like, you took that small part and just like made it so iconic. Yeah, it was so. And I think, I can't, I think the first year I, because there's a part in there where the um the phantoms have to be like a lot of the props we were a part of the car yes that they were riding uh-huh and i was the tire that busted and went flat and yeah so i had to like scream this thing out and literally fall off stage yeah every night and a bunch of times in rehearsal and my yeah. whole left side of my body the first year mm -hmm. was bruised mm -hmm. from my rib cage all the way down to my thigh yeah it, like it was gross looking yeah. the second year not so bad yeah but i fell for a different what did you reason scream when the tire popped um i think just bang oh okay yeah but you can you can scream funny things with mm -hmm. bang like if somebody wanted to say like finger bang or like whatever else but people usually in the audience say that yeah but um we were doing that too though because just if there wasn't a height of audience participation anyway though so i we did stuff like that and it was always fun but i had uh but I wanted to make those, I love those small parts like that because it's so yeah. fun to make them memorable. Well, and with you Misery. Did. And the best part was, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, before you go on to Misery. Yeah. Was that Bright had not seen this show at all. I hadn't. And so 
but you I knew the story because I had followed the documentaries and the people yes and stuff. the original I knew what documentary but when we were like you're gonna play Chloe Sevigny's mm-hmm, part mm-hmm. Garrett gave you like three or four descriptors mm-hmm. of what she's like mm-hmm. and it blew me away how much you actually m- mirrored Chloe's character because it's a subtle character yeah it's just like a young mom who's kind of pissed off but mm-hmm. kind of trying to find silver linings but kind of doesn't it's a well, very subtle middle ground I've character done a lot of research in that area i'll tell mm-hmm. you with uh, my my long stint of uh mm-hmm. residential treatment yeah. lockdown center type stuff where the kids had to stay a lot of the moms were that exact thing yeah it, like i care but i'm also like young and pissed i had kids yeah it's like i don't want to look like i don't care enough for them to get taken but i don't want, <laughs> want them to, to get taken care enough to where i have to actually do anything yeah that's oh when he told me those descriptors mm-hmm. i was like oh i know exactly who it is don't worry about it i can do it right now and like she's nosy mm-hmm. but it's like a i'm nosy because i'm a good person Mm-hmm. Like kind of like a holier than thou kind yeah. of thing with it. Very much a martyrdom type yes. mentality. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God. Either way. And she's judgmental, but then if you prove her wrong, she does kind of warm to you. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting character. And it's almost like when the judgment, uh, when she's wrong in her judgment and someone mm-hmm. calls her out. She softens. She sees it as a respect. Thing. Yes. It's like she goes, Oh, you're sharp. You're okay. sharp too. Got maybe, it. Maybe maybe I'll allow yeah. you. Um, I love that character. Yeah. But anywho, um, do you have any questions for me about the act? Oh yeah. Um my <laughs> I'll tell you. Specific... It's a little inside the actor's studio, if you will. Oh, rip. Um, uh rip. James Lipton. Yeah. What a treasure. An interesting character all on his own. Yeah, really. Um, I was obsessed with that show. I know. Think about how many people impersonated him. Oh, Will Ferrell did it better he than did. anybody he did. on the planet. He just, Let's yeah. not go into that because no. I'll go off into we'll a tangent. K-hole bait is what that is. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway, my question for you is, mm-hmm. um, which, okay, which scene from the act as Dee Dee was probably your favorite? favorite to get amped up and ready to do because you had a lot of really good good scenes in there um there's two that come to mind that were my wow god no the whole thing was my favorite that whole character being able to make a campy character out of dd blanchard was a dream Mm -hmm. come true um i loved that role so much I think it was a role that I might have been born to play, mm. almost. I feel that way, too. And that's no um, shit. I'm not... You know, we, we give a lot... Yeah. We, we say a lot of things hamming it up for you. Yeah. But I will tell you, mm-hmm. I was amazed... Thank you. ...at you, your take mm-hmm. and your view. Because mm-hmm. we already, like, Garrett already had his his Gypsy Rose, like, yeah. thing. But he, even he, yeah. like... Because I did not do it, a Patricia Arquette version of her. No. no I no, no, did no. a Hysterical Mother. Yes. Which... I love playing anyone who's hysterical. I feel like you did a more true to the real person. I don't know about that. (laughs) I I do feel, I feel like you gave a campy version Mm -hmm. of the real life DD. Yeah. What we would, what we in our dreams would hope she was like. I loved doing it a Louisiana accent, even though it wasn't great, but it was just fun. Oh no, but it was, it it wasn't, I think it was a good hybrid of, Mm -hmm. it was like, it was like, um, a soft southern veranda 
mm-hmm. sitting on the, you know, like. Yes, very, this flower is wilting. Yes, but yes. with the right portion of trash. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So I thought it was, I thought it was well um, executed. The whole birthday party scene was iconic mm-hmm. for to film. Mm-hmm. I loved every moment of that. When I get to slide the donut out mm-hmm. of Garrett's hand. Yeah. Um, when, when I just got to scream, Gypsy! <laughs> God, I just, I practiced that. So you, you remember, did. I you practiced did. saying Gypsy no, a lot. I was lot. very proud. Uh, you know you can't have sugar. Like, <laughs> it was just... And we're guys. I, love it. I want to be clear. We're not playing sound bites. That is her <laughs> rote memory of those phrasings and I how much she pre- them. She did it great. But um, and then you were downstairs when we were filming this. You went to go get something, but Garrett had me seen in the hallway here, and just um, Garrett, by the way, is an extremely talented director slash writer. Yes, as well as actor, and he was directing us so well and giving such like he's just amazing but anyways he makes you want to please yes. him and do what and do like do do what immediately assume yeah. this is his vision we have to do it the way he wants it done yes even if it's all three of us to get yeah <laughs> no it's like i i like having that amount of direction mm-hmm. well and i think we the three of us do really well to lean on each of our strengths mm-hmm. is a lot of what it is mm-hmm. too and i'm a yeah. firm firm believer in making a project its best by saying what are you great at you be the one that does that what are you great at you be the one that does that we can teach each other a little bit yeah. about each thing but it only makes the project the best when we lean on our strengths well he had me out here in the hallway and i was delivering the line but he but he gave me this great direction of like okay face the wall and then turn back really quick as you say it because it what it did was that it put something in my voice in my airways mm-hmm. that as I was turning to project that line that just sent it over the top. Yeah. I can't remember the line some exactly. Of the, some of the physicalities that yeah. we do, it'll it helps to it helps to embody a level of emotion that you may not be able to conjure. So mm-hmm. so like when you whip around, it tightens and and, and brings your diaphragm up to where mm-hmm. it's almost like you're exasperated when yeah. you're really not, you know? Yeah. The line was like something like, um, I would have never treated my mama the way that you do. Oh, yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I turned and, and projected that, you do, it just like mm-hmm. put it over the top. And yeah. so that was one of my favorite moments, yeah. too. So well, thanks and, for that question. Yeah. Well, and to um, move on to misery a little bit, if mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that... Uh, I, I enjoy, I think I, I love doing Misery because Misery is one of my number, like, top favorite. Yes. Um, I, iconic films mm-hmm. in general. I love that movie. I've watched it so many times. And we, me and my brother uh, used to watch it a lot when we were little. Yeah. We watched a lot of things. Garrett did Annie Wilkes so good. He did. He did. He did. He did. And he, he I think that he did a very he good plays hybrid. an emotionally damaged woman very well. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt he did a very good hybrid of the Annie Wilkes uh, in the 80s film, mm-hmm. but with Kathy Bates. But he also added a little bit of the... Uh, the Castle Rock theme of yeah, season two. Yeah, a little two. bit of that Annie Wilkes, too. Yeah, I think that he did uh, did a good hybrid of the two Yeah, of I them. can see that. Um, but my favorite thing about Misery is I really actually, I loved being and dressing up as the sheriff. Oh, me too. That was, and we both We both played the sheriff. Because if you look closely, there's a scene where I'm the sheriff for <laughs> one second. 
Because <laughs> and my... the amount of time that it took me to get into that getup for that one second scene, so that you could play the sheriff's wife. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny. Yeah, just putting the costumes together is fun, even yeah. though they're like very oh, I know, rudimentary and you, whatever. You were able to make a sideburns mustache. And all the facial hair from cotton balls and double-sided tape. I did. That's true. And I was like, damn, bitch. I have that is fucking talented. been crafting for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I worked for ALS in Wonderland. Yeah, and, and y'all had to make all kinds of stuff. We had to make a lot of things out of nothing. Yeah. Because when there would be a time frame, we made uh, some, like, they were kind of like party favors, and they were top hats. Yeah. And we created, like, sculptures out of them. And so, and they were themed each year based on lots of different types of stuff. But sometimes we would run really low mm-hmm. <laughs> on materials. Yeah. In the beginning, they would be, like, badass, ornate, crazy. We'd have all this stuff on there. But then when we had to make, like, 30 more hats... Because we would make 150, 200, and one year we had to make 300 hats. Oh, my God. It was a lot. Yeah. So whenever we had to make them later and we didn't have as much stuff, we had to be way more creative than we even were before. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it lends to those like, oh, and I've always been the kind yeah. of person that like. But you you can costume and craft like a mother. It is so, um, and I don't mean a mother, but I also kind of no, no, do no, mean I know a mother. Mean. Yeah, yeah. Now that I said it. Well, yeah, because <laughs> you know when I worked in uh, at uh, in psych- the residential environment for the kids, there was stuff I had to do for them all the time. Because you know mm-hmm. I still had to the kids that didn't have visitors and oh sorry I hit the mic again um, that didn't go home for holidays or like celebrated them there. You know I would always I would want to try to make them special, and so I would come up with a ton of things to like make for them. Yeah, and like sometimes we would do Halloween there, and I'd have to like help them create costumes. Costumes, yeah. And we would do like just fine. I'd be like, look, let's figure out a way to make this fun with mm-hmm. what we've got. And a lot so, of mummies. <laughs> well we didn't we couldn't afford the toilet paper so no that's not what well um i i love like set design mm-hmm. and like thinking of okay how are we going to turn this room into that room yes how are we going to make this look like that um setting up the secretary scene for you in misery because mm-hmm. you were also the not secretary i keep saying that you were the uh the agent you were the, the literary, literary agent, agent. Yeah, yeah. um setting that that, scene that was up. really fun I loved doing that because mm-hmm. we just made it all soft pinks yeah. and like we had so much stuff in the house that mm-hmm. already fit with that. Because it wasn't, it wasn't true to what, you know, they had in the actual film, of course. No, we she was have, in like a high rise office in New York. We didn't have any of that stuff. So we no. were like, well, we'll just make her a literary agent in LA mm-hmm. and then we'll have like some, it's, we did, we took liberties. Yeah. And of we, course, have we have to. this really great long settee thing that we, I, I, uh, tied the legs all together to make sure they didn't slip mm-hmm. a zip tied them all so it's like one big sectional mm-hmm. and then we have a little stool that we bought it tuesday morning or tj maxx or somewhere that technically kind of matched it so we just put all these little things and i've got like an old pearl telephone in my room like a landline rotary and we got a bunch of stuff that's just really cute just watch it you'll see all the stuff in there. yeah but it's really we just took a lot of little elements yeah. and that was so fun yeah i like we, doing that part a lot we like the aesthetic of it so much yeah. we were just taking like pictures just to post because we thought it was so cute well you guys please go sh- please go watch both of them mm-hmm. um like them comment on them share them yeah and they're on our uh instagram 
our IGTV mm-hmm. uh, section. We we're, we're gonna start a um, YouTube page as well, so we can start posting yes. them on there. That's soon to come because next we've got two in the works right now. Uh, we've got one the script is written, one that we are um, still in. Oh, they're still both in production. Mm-hmm. But um, you're gonna love them. They're both gonna be campy. I'm not gonna reveal what they are. Yeah, because I was debating on that. I think it's better that we yeah. don't. Um, no, we're not gonna reveal what they are. But they are classics. Yes. Well, one of them is a classic. One of them is. Yeah, one not. of them is a cult <laughs> classic, and the other one I would imagine probably is. It has mm-hmm. a lot of cult classic potential. Yes, I'm sure it is. It's more actual. Mm-hmm. The first one we're gonna do next is re- is very very relevant. The second yeah. one we're gonna do after that mm-hmm. is the cult classic. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The second one that we're working on is kind of more in the realm of misery again. Just like something that we love yeah. and something that we know will be fun to shoot yeah. in the house. Because yeah. we have to shoot in the house, obviously. Yes. And outside a and, little bit. I mean, we don't, you know, it's like, I guess we don't have to do that. But I I find that I Well, we am, have to. We're on lockdown. Yeah, I mean, we do. Like, <laughs> But we could, there's other things, like other ways we could do it if we wanted to. Yeah. But we don't want to break the rules of whatever. But yeah. also, I find it's more... I think I am the most creative when I'm restricted. Oh, well, it helps. Mm-hmm. It helps. And I mean this in a positive way, tunnel vision you. Yes. To an ending. Mm-hmm. To a complete project. Yeah. When Whereas you have, when you have all of the yeah. uh, crayons in the box, it's too it many can choices. be overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, cause Agreed. I just like the fact that we have to use what we have because it makes it that much more interesting. Well, I want to get on one more thing before we before we kind of end this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of our newest and you know thing that we're. I think we should make a mini episode about it. You think so? Yeah, I well, think we could make a whole twenty minute mini episode about. We'll that. We'll give a little intro then. Yeah, uh, it's something that we've been doing during quarantine um, to pass the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've been doing it too, and you've been been too ashamed to say it out loud because Maybe. I was just on the phone with a customer representative at Torrid. Oh yeah, and because I they messed up my return, and mm-hmm. I was on the phone with her, and she was like, "How have you been passing the time?" And I told her, and she goes, "Oh my god, me too." <laughs> What's your friend code? <laughs> you, yeah. Um, you should have asked her what her friend code was. I almost asked if I could come to her island. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, let's just get the cat out of the bag. Here. It's animal it's crossing. It's animal crossing. As we call it, crossing. We call it crossing. And uh, the newest game out right now for the uh, Nintendo Switch New Horizons. is Animal Crossing New Horizons, yeah. which I have not played before this, no. but my family has, yeah. and several of our mutual friends have for years and years and years. But so, I would, we're going to do a mini episode we're do a about mini that episode on to it. dive a little deep. Just to talk about some of the fun things that we've done. And I'll tell you a few of our, one of our past um this way, if people are just completely uninterested in the subject, they can skip the mini episode. Sure. But yeah. I have a feeling a lot of our fans yeah. are crossing too. Oh, yeah. I bet we got a, a few closets. Oh, that's what we were doing with Lexi. I was like, I'm going to reveal it later. Oh, We shit. were yeah, crossing right. with Lexi. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We got a, we probably when she have was a... like, don't think I haven't noticed you'll have it posted on a new podcast. <laughs> that's what we were doing. We were visiting her island to get some stuff. Yeah. But and I it bet, was great. I bet there's a few closeted crossers out there. And that... it has given me the ability to visit with friends that I haven't talked to in a while. Yeah. 
And it's been really nice. Well, and it's also like my mother is very deep into it and has been for years. So mm-hmm. both of my brothers and his yeah. family and stuff, they've been trying to get me to do it. And I've yeah. said, I don't want that shit. I don't care about that. It looks stupid and I don't want to do it. I look and look boring. at you now. But now it's given me like, oh my God, this feels so calming. Oh, it's so relaxing. Yeah, it's meditative yeah. in a way. Anyway, we'll talk way. about it later. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, congratulations, Lexi. Mm. And we'll see you on the next one, guys. Yeah, and fight to the deaths for the uh, May fan of the month. Fan of the month. Uh, signing off. This is Jenny. This is Bright for she's just, just drunk. This was Jenny and Bright on their hottest podcast yet. She's just drunk. Thank y'all for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram to see when new episodes post at she's just drunk podcast. Please like, subscribe, comment, and leave us a review on whichever streaming service you're listening to us today.